the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. Just as God created the earth, he created heaven. We already know how majestic the earth is because God allowed us to see it. Even with all of its problems, because of sin, the breathtaking beauty of earth is undeniable. In our finite minds, we cannot imagine the splendor of heaven, even though we know it exists. As Pastor Rander speaks to us today on the magnificence of heaven, have your Bible pen and paper handy as you will want to record what awaits the children of God when we get there. They have sex before marriage, premarital sex. It's going on even in elementary school, middle school. People just lay and play because that's what's glamorized in society. You can't look at most commercials uh, sell their products with half-naked women. And we wonder why there's so much uh, sexual promiscuity. You know, it's just indecency everywhere. You can be watching television, see a good show, and then here come a uh, half-naked woman, half-naked man trying to sell some ice cream or something. Uh, how do you put that together? I don't understand that. How do you put a, how, how do you do that? Toothpaste or whatever. A car. They're sitting all on top of cars, licking their tongue out in the cars, trying to sell a Ford or something. And then we wonder why our kids are going to hell in a handbasket. Because the parents are going to hell in a handbasket. Because this is a lawless world. And all this sin has crept in the church. And your mind is so secularized that you don't even know what truth is. Those who practice fornication, their lives are sexually impure. They have sex before marriage and commit adultery in marriage. They lust in marriage for other men and women, even though they are married. Huh? Huh? Even in intimacy, they mind, the minds can be as if they're with someone else. They take pleasure in their orgies, take pleasure in their homosexuality, take pleasure in pornography, bisexuality, and lust after such debased things in the heart. These are sexually immoral. These are sexually immoral. There need to be repentance in the house of God. And the reason we were in Washington, D.C., the reason our country is in a mess it in, we heard over and over again, is because of the state of the church. It is not the White House we're depending on. It is not Hollywood we're depending on. God is depending on his church. We are the light bearers. Huh? We are the salt of the world. We are to affect this world in which we live for righteousness to the glory of Almighty God. And the church is not a shining beacon light to the glory of God. What hope has America, my friends? You're so busy in your little teas, in your little social gatherings, 
having a little good time here or there, and you don't realize America is collapsing from within until it collapses in your life, then you wake up and say, what's wrong? It's too late. Matthew 5, 27 and through 28 says, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. You got some guys and some ladies, you haven't gone out and done it, but you are a living adulterer or adulteress because you are having affairs in the heart. Romans 1.27 says, Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. You see, it doesn't matter what the president says, says about uh, he affirming gay marriages and lesbian marriages and all these things. Listen, it doesn't matter who says. It could be a king, prince. It can be a, a judge, a, a politician, whoever, whomever they are. If they speak wrong, we need to call it wrong and not be so committed to a party that we can't say, Mr. President, that is sin. You need to back off and, uh, and, and, and strike that kind of thought down. You know what? I'm, what? I'm ready to die for what I believe. For God I live and for God I die. You didn't come here eight, 8 o'clock in the morning for me to tell you a half truth. That's why you keep coming back. And that's why some folk can't stay in this church because there's too much truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat you and give you some sugar popsicle sermons. You need some vegetables, some spiritual vegetables. Listen. The times are too wicked, too desperate for us to be sitting around, relaxed. The church is going to sleep. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. You need to wake up for your own soul's sake, sake, for the sake of your children, for the sake of your grandchildren. Your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and your great-great-great-great-grandchildren got to grow up in this world in which we live. I heard one commentator say, say on television a day or so ago, he said, we're talking about all this homosexual marriage and all these kinds of things. But, but he said, you know what? 10 or 15 years from now, this will be a non-issue. You know why it'll be a non-issue? Because our kids are being indoctrinated. That's right. School boards are passing books that have this stuff in it. It's all in the higher schools of learning. It's all in the cartoons. It's all everywhere. So when they grow up in it, and, and, and those of us who are upper age, 55 and older, you know, he said, well, I can't change your position. You know what Satan's going to do? If he can't make you change your position, can't make me change my position, guess what he does? He waits you out and watch you die. And then there'll come another generation who knew not Joseph. And they will do things that will make you turn over in your grave. Your very grandchildren. Your grand. The fight is not just about you. It is about the whole generations that are to come. Sad to say, but I believe he's right. It will be a non-issue. Who's not going to heaven? Sorcerers. Sorcerers. 
Those who engage in devil worship, those who engage in spiritism, those who engage in seances and palm readings, those who engage in astrology, put those books down. You don't need to know your sign. The Bible already tell you where you're going. Bible will tell you about your future. You don't need a fortune cookie. Put it down. I, I don't open up a cookie. They, I'm in a Chinese restaurant. They want your cookie. I say no thank you because my Bible is my spiritual cookie. My Bible is my spiritual cookie. And it's sweet too. I love to eat. I can eat Bible all day long and won't hurt myself. Put down the Harry Potter's. It used to be you go to the movies, but now Harry Potter's in your house. And they come on. It keeps coming on. Keeps coming on. Keeps coming on. This has been happening ever since the days of Bewitch. Remember Elizabeth Montgomery? Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. But those of you who are old enough, come on, show your age now. You know about, she would twist that nose. She twist that nose. And there come that old evil mother-in-law. Yeah. Stuff been going on all along. All alone. Stop watching damnable shows. Stop using God's money to watch stuff in the movies that break the heart of God and will damn your own soul. All sorcerers. Who's not going to heaven? Idolaters. Idolaters. Those who worship idols, whether made with one's hands or idols of the heart. Those who worship idols, whether made with one's hands or idols of the heart, idolaters allow things to usurp the place of God in their heart and set their affections and indulge in excessive and sinful attachments. I know you want me to repeat that for the sake of those who are writing. Idolaters, I I reiterate, those who worship idols, whether made with one's hands or idols of the heart. Idolaters allow things to usurp the place of God in their hearts and set their affections and indulge in excessive and sinful attachments. They worship idolaters. They worship created things such as images. Now people see God in trees and God in windows. Some people make God out of pictures. Pictures. It is impossible to imagine life on earth without problems. In fact, life on earth compels us to prepare for them because we know they will come. God's word tells us so. However, if we endure to the end of our lives on earth through the application of and obedience to his word, we will be free of the trials and tribulations of this life and rewarded with eternal life with our Lord and Savior. The former things shall be no more, nor will we remember them. Listen as God uses Pastor Randy to share this inexplicable truth. Uh, and then I, I'm t- you know what? I, I, I'm going to mess with somebody now. I'm, t- I'm getting tired of looking at pictures of Jesus. Come on. What how quiet y'all getting now? No, no, nobody's seen him. Not on this side. Jesus don't look like that. That's right. 
He said, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're trying to make, you're trying to conjure up a picture of Jesus. You, 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 listen, stop. If you want to get a good picture of Jesus, look at the book. It tells you in Revelation how he looks. It tells you in, in Daniel how he looks. Stop looking at these pictures. Stop worshiping pictures. Stop worshiping. Listen, don't glorify pictures of, of political figures either. You know, you, you love those pictures. And those folk can do some things to break your heart. Uh, look at the cross. They worship images. They worship, idolaters worship money and people. They worship statues. You spend more time in technology, that, in technology than God. There are people who make their work God. You love your work so much until you can't invest in the lives of people. You love your work so much, you can't go home and be a father, a mother, or grandparents to your children. Your work has taken first place over God in your life. You love television. You wake up with it. You go to bed with it. It's all around you. There are people who love the sun, and they love the moon and the stars, and they are even devil worshipers instead of worshiping the creator himself. Exodus chapter 20, verses 3 through 5a. Exodus 20, 3 through 5a. It says, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. He said, I made you, I saved you, and dare you not worship another God. Romans 1.25 says, who exchanged the, the truth of, God's, of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Who's not going to heaven? All liars. All liars. So I'm not just giving you a list about the homosexuals. I'm giving you a whole list of sins that will send you to hell Along with the homosexuals. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, all liars. You say liars. Uh-oh. Uh, those who habitually lie. Those who habitually connive and deceive and mislead others. Liars. You habitual liar and don't think nothing of it and can lay down and snore. You in trouble. Psalm 63, 11b says, but the mouth of those who speak liars shall be stopped. Proverbs 19, 5 says, a false witness, listen, a false witness will not go unpunished and he who speaks lies will not escape. So stop lying. These shall have their part in the lake of fire and brimstones, which is the second death forever separated from God. Beloved, the lake of fire and brimstone, which is burning sulfur, is just as real as heaven, and people are going there in the droves. Oh, but Revelation, this passage just doesn't talk about who's not going there. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11, tells us who is not going there. We'll not ride one sin as a hobby horse. Ooh, I don't know how he can do that. I don't know how she can do that just because you're not doing that while you're doing something else that's sending you to hell. You understand what I'm saying? So you're so busy uh, hating one sin that you're forgetting about the mess you're in yourself. 
Who else is not going to heaven? In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11, it says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Anybody that's unrighteous, do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, those who steal, those who uh, cheat on taxes, cheat on God. Huh? Cheat, cheat, just cheat all through the place. Nor covetousness. Uh, uh, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. You say, uh, wow, that's big. You say, well, it didn't get me. Yes, it did too. Verse 11 says, and such were some of you. <laughs> in other words, you can look at me like you've been holy than thou all your life, but all of us in here have been saved out of something. You may not talk about it, and you all not be talking about it, because sometimes people will exploit your past sins. Don't glorify the work of Satan. Glorify the work of God. Don't let folks send you back. Sometimes you run into folks like, oh, I remember what you used to do. No, that's not who I am. I am redeemed. I'm bought with a price. Jesus has changed my whole life. If anybody asks me who I am, I'm going to tell them that I am redeemed. Don't let nobody go back there on you. You've been washed with the blood. You've been delivered. You, all of us were in the such were some of you category. Oh, my goodness. But you were washed. But you were sanctified. But you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. Uh, uh, who's not going to heaven? Listen, Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. It says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousies, outbirth of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, heresies, Envy, murders, drunkenness, reveries. You say, oh, he didn't call my sin. Well, he didn't have to because it's already covered because those last three words there says, and the like. That's anything that wasn't covered that you were in. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. My friend, the only way to avoid the lake of fire and brimstone is to repent of your sins and your repent of your rebellious ways and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ, who alone is able to rescue the perishing. It is absolutely incomprehensible to be in a place where there will be the total absence of sin. That's what makes heaven heaven. There is a total exclusion of sin. That, that makes heaven heaven. There will be no more sin, no more evil, no more temptation. All sexual immorality, murder, idolatry, liars, sorcerers, and unbelievers will be done away with. No more guns, no more wars, no more rumors of wars, no more robberies, no more theft, no more security system, no more pit bulls and rockwallers to guard your place, no more rape, no more abortion, no more euthanasia, no more child abuse. All things will be passed away. In other words, no more bad news. No more bad news. How do I summarize this message as I conclude? Only those who are in Christ will go to heaven to live forever with him. Only those who are in Christ will go to heaven to live forever with him. First Peter 4, 6 says, that is why the good news was preached to those who are now dead, 
So although they were destined to die like all people, they now live forever with God in the spirit. That's good news, friends. Only those who are in Christ will go to heaven to live forever. Uh, Number two, no matter what happens in this world, if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and believe his promises, we will not lose hope. You got to write that down. That's very critical. That this will keep depression away. It will ward off depression. No matter what happens in this world, in this life, if we keep our eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus and believe his promises, we will not lose hope. Matthew 24, 35 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Number three, refuse to settle for cheap substitutes. Refuse to settle for cheap substitutes. We must not get comfortable loving the passing pleasures of this world. In other words, first John 2, 17 says, and the world is passing away in the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Number four, only those who live holy before a holy God will inherit the kingdom of God. I reiterate, only those who live what? Holy before a holy God will inherit the kingdom of God. Psalms 24, 3 through 5 says, Psalms 24, 3 through 5 says, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Only those who live holy before a holy God will inherit the kingdom of God. Number five, what makes heaven heaven is what makes heaven so fulfilling is that never again will anyone seek to fill the, des- the desires of his heart with worldly pleasures and possessions because of being totally satisfied living in the presence of God and the glory of God. I repeat, what makes heaven so fulfilling is that never again, say never again, will anyone seek to fulfill the desires of his heart with worldly pleasures and possessions because of being totally satisfied living in the presence of God and the glory of God. And number six, finally, the reason heaven should be the longing of our hearts It's because never again will anyone experience a lack of purpose. Never again will you have insecurity. Never again will you have emptiness. Never again will you be experience loneliness. Never again will you experience betrayal. Never again will you experience depression and fear and worry and failure. Never again. We will experience perfect peace with God and his people throughout the eternal ages. Beloved, do not become so homesick for heaven that you preempt God's plan for your life of service here on earth by committing the terrible act of suicide. Suicide is a satanic deception. God orchestrated your first breath and he will orchestrate your last and you don't have to help God out. You say, if heaven's that good, I need to just go and check myself out. No, you don't. No, you, as long as you have breath in your body, you have purpose, you have worth. It doesn't matter how old you are. God has a plan for your life, a purpose for your life in spite of your physical affirmities. Everybody that is talking about heaven ain't going there. 
I repeat, everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. The only way anyone can get to heaven is through receiving Christ alone as our personal savior. After salvation, you have to live in obedience to his holy word. That's a sure sign that you're genuinely saved and on your way to heaven. You are in Christ obeying the words of Christ. That's the way you know you're, in, you're on your way to heaven. The kingdom is not about talk, but rather living a life that is brought into conformity to, to the word of God. Beloved, these are the ones who are going to heaven. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for wholeness and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Can't wait to see him. Look upon his face. Bow down before him. Thank him for his grace. Shake hands with the elders, the 20 and the four. Say hello to my loved one who've gone on before. Jesus is preparing a place just for me? Wow. If you want to see me in heaven, what? I will be. I like this. Time will be my friend. Day will never end. Summer, winter, spring, or fall won't have to come at all. <laughs> Hope to see you there. Will I see you there? Y'all oh, y'all kind of saying that week. Will I see you there? Is there anybody in the house today uh, can affirm and attest that I'm going to see you there? I don't want to get to heaven and not see you there. Bye-bye, ah, world. Bye-bye, heartache. Bye-bye, pain. Good morning to heaven. Hope to see you there where all the saints will be. Come and go with me. And all God's children said, Amen. God is real. When we accept him as our Lord and Savior, the indwelling Holy Spirit becomes alive in us. And as indescribably good as that is, the best is yet to come. In heaven, God himself will live among his children. No more problems, no more pain, no more preparing for the worst, because the worst will no longer exist. Nor will we remember that it ever did. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Palmverse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.